G'day, thanks so much for being here. If you'd like to get notified about new episodes, get access to live events before anybody else, and read perspectives that aren't covered in the main podcast, you can subscribe to the newsletter right now at osherginsberg.com. That is osherginsberg.com. Now, podcasts are free to listen to, but they are not free to make. So in the interest of paying the very best people to do the very best work they possibly can, we're going to play some ads, and then we're going to get stuck into the show. It's about cover bands and how I kind of think of myself as being in a cover band right now, a very, very shit one. I'll tell you after these ads. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Thank you for being here. I'm Osher Ginsberg. This is Better Than Yesterday, which we've been doing this since 2013 and just trying to make it better every episode, every single week. Uh, who am I? I am a podcaster. I'm an author. I'm a TV host. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I am a man who watches two YouTube videos on drainage and then considers himself an expert in dealing with stormwater runoff. Mm-hmm. We've got gigs. We've got live gigs in Melbourne. Come check out the news show that we do at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We're there for the second year in a row. We cannot wait. Tickets are in the show notes. The mailing list is there as well. Uh, and thank you for all the lovely messages about the, the news show uh, that we're running on Fridays. It's super fun. Uh, I'm loving doing it. It's so fun getting the band back together. Speaking of getting the band back together, I wear hearing aids. You may not know this about me. If you meet me in person, usually... I will have my hearing aids on. That's so I can hear the difference between the letter S and the letter F and D and T and P and B and V. Look, I can't hear very well, all right? It's industrial deafness, 30 years in broadcasting, earpieces, headphones, uh, DJing, playing in a funk metal band for a couple of years. All of those things, all that enormous amounts of decibel volume played a role in why my hearing is what it is. And before that, before I even got into radio, uh, I was a roadie. For three years, I lugged and operated lighting rigs for cover bands up and down the Queensland and New South Wales coast for 45-minute sets a night, four to five nights a week. There was a lot of exposure to a lot of lot of noise. This was in a time before DJs, and it was just as they'd changed the rules in Queensland about allowing poker machines, because before 1992, we never had poker machines. So needless to say, as soon as they did, uh, pretty soon publicans found out that they could break even by 1pm if they would just convert the stage and the dance floor into a VIP room and let the vulnerable people in their community just come and push their grocery money into the snout of the black rhino. So gigs became harder and harder to come by. Vulnerable people, however, aren't the only casualties of poker machines. The live music scene also just changed forever. Bands found it harder and harder to get gigs. And while the original band scene still does continue and kind of always has in its kind of an underground way, we'll never, ever go back to the heyday of the Australian cover band scene where there was, like that was the attraction to get people into a pub. There was a band or a cover band like every weekend night, Friday, Saturday, and there was always a band, Sunday sessions as well. There was even a time when 
due to our shit exchange rate and that some bands who are huge overseas would never ever tour, what sprung up to fill this gap in the market was the idea of a tribute band. Dark Side of the Moon, the Australian Pink Floyd experience, Meatballs, Fat Out of Hell uh, was a band that played well, with that particular meatloaf album just kind of front to back with an impersonator in a fat suit. They were quite good. I remember seeing them. Uh, I think the most famous tribute band is actually Australian, Bjorn Again. It's considered the most successful tribute band of all time because they did such an epic job of being ABBA when ABBA weren't interested in being ABBA, but people wanted ABBA to be ABBA. So they paid to go and see people pretend to be ABBA and didn't care. Even that band had to go overseas to get any work. There were good tribute bands and there were terrible tribute bands. And at the moment, I myself, I'm doing my best to be lead ukulele and lead vocals for Dad Zeppelin, the worst parenting tribute band of all time. If you're a parent, you may have read a book about raising kids. There's a lot more than just the what to expect one. Books about raising kids are actually quite wonderful tools, especially for those of us who want to perhaps not repeat the kind of things that we might have gone through when we were young. Not to say anything bad about my own parents. I'm sure like yours, they did the best they could with the tools that they had and the cultural norms of the time. And so did, for that matter, so did my teachers. Because I went to school in a time when it was perfectly acceptable to whack a misbehaving little shit like me if you're a school teacher. I mean, I did get whacked and it did help me to understand something and to pull my head in a bit, but I don't know if I really learned much out of it. But now we know better and so we do better. And it is in the interest of this that I've read a few books about parenting. Twofold, because I'm a curious person, and because I, I want to learn as much as I can about other ways to do things. I'm reading a book at the moment about raising kids with big brains. Not that either G or Wolf have those tendencies, far from it. They are both able to regulate and handle the world in far superior ways to me, even though one's four and a half, one's nearly 20, and I'm a 50-year-old man. They are superior to me in many, many ways. Now, I'm reading this book about dealing with kids with big brains because I'm trying to I'm trying to understand a bit more about myself and kind of process what I went through as a kid, I think. And as I go through this book, uh, there's some proper flashbacks. Some of the scenarios that are described, uh, it's a little like when I needed to get sober and I heard other people tell stories that were very similar to mine. I was like, oh, I'm not a special snowflake. This is a thing that happens Ah, okay. So I, it helped me understand, even though I'm getting flashbacks, I'm able to go, oh, right. Oh, okay, so this is a common thing. It's a common response from people who have, you know, brains that aren't mine and they're trying to look after a kid like me. It's common that they would react like this and it's common that this particular kid would behave in the ways that I remember behaving. Ah, good. So that means there's a solution to it, but it was like quite visceral, all right? Some of the scenarios that are described in this book sound word for word like the things that I did and said to my teachers and things that were said and done to me. Part of the challenge for me though, as I learn about ways of parenting or in particular discipline that are now successfully used for kids who have brains like I have, part of the challenge for me is to not be resentful. And I, I do feel it come up, all right? But luckily, 
I watch two YouTube videos about drainage. So I'm up to my shins in muddy gravel and being eaten by mosquitoes in my backyard while I'm listening to this. So I'm able to be in my body a bit and kind of notice notice what's happening. But it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? To understand that there was another option than to be shouted at by people that you love and trust. I have to remind myself that these were people who didn't understand what else might have been going on in the time before the tools and the techniques that exist now were around to help kids who have brains that operate in a different way, to help kids to develop skills that would allow them to go through life with a better chance at things. There's a lot of breathing, a lot of big breathing. Now, what does this have to do with Australian tribute bands, for example, how has this got anything to do with Basket Case, the Australian Green Day show, or uh, Shipping Steel, the Australian Cold Chisel experience? Well, my band, Dad Zeppelin, which is a solo outfit, and when I'm not on ukulele, I play bass, Dad Zeppelin is trying as hard as possible to be the worst version of my parents that I can possibly be, in that I am doing everything I can to be a parent from a standing start, from a, an assumption of zero knowledge as if I know nothing. Now, of course, that is very difficult to do. There are ways of being and ways of parenting, ways of reacting and ways of responding that are wired into us, modeled after our family of origin, modeled after what we experienced. And we don't deliberately do them. Say that we're in a stressful moment with our kids and someone's flinging potato across a room or something. In my adult life, generally, I'm not at a table where someone I'm dining with flings a potato with a catapult fashioned out of a spoon to splat it on a wall. So in that moment, my brain opens up the hard drive and searches for a way to react to this situation. And it brings up the best and only idea that I've got, which is just do what you did last time this happened, which was somewhere around 1982. And my brain goes like, quick, shout at them. And if they do it again, give them a whack. Now, look, I understand the whack is not something I would ever do to my kids. I've never been in a fight in my life, never hit anybody. Well, actually, no, I hit one person once, but I'll tell you the story another time. The shout flies out of my mouth before I've even had a chance to think about my response. I'm unable to intervene. I have found myself doing an impersonation of my very stressed out mum 42 years ago, who's trying to do her best with four unruly boys at dinner time. And I was unable to not let it happen. Interrupting those learned responses is quite difficult. So this is where I do my best to be self-aware and just check in with what my body's doing. Taking a, taking a breath usually helps, puts a bit of space in between action and reaction. Some days it's easier than others, depending on how much sleep I've had, if I've trained that day. So while tribute bands seem to still be around and do make a bit of money, mostly in South Australia for some reason. It's where you can go and see New Sensation, the Australian NXS show. Um, while that does seem to happen, and good for them, Dad Zeppelin is hopefully never going to play a gig that anyone would ever want to be at, ever. I'm hoping to get worse and worse, in fact. And again, not because my parents didn't love us or care for us. They absolutely did. They did the best they could with the tools that they had. And in response to the experiences they went through themselves and the upbringing that they had. And I'm, I'm sure they both adjusted themselves as they went too. My folks were wonderful and supportive in many, many ways. The, the best ways that they know how, that they knew how. And 
Those are the things that I absolutely do for our kids. I do them every day. But thankfully, I live in a time when the research and the interventions for kids who have big brains is is very much focused on helping that kid develop as many mechanisms as they can within themselves to handle life and indeed thrive at life. And also that it sees the kid and the condition as two separate things, which is, I'm so happy for kids like that now. And while I do still get the flashes of resentment that visit my head when I think about my time in school, I honestly cannot imagine that my old year master looks back and thinks, you know, I am so happy that I whacked all those kids as hard as I could. If he's still alive, he'd be retired at this point. I'm sure he would sit in his very big comfy chair watching a replay of the 1991 Rugby World Cup final again. I'm sure he sits there and thinks, you know what, we did our best. I'm glad that we know better now. I can't imagine what it would feel like to be that guy going home at night knowing that you whacked a couple of kids that day. You'd probably feel pretty shit. I hope you're okay wherever you are, Dave. I won't say your last name, but I hope you're okay. (laughs) Just don't expect Dad Zeppelin to come and play at the local pub anytime soon. (laughs) Instead, I'll be doing my very best to understand what things don't belong in 2024 between my kids and I and do my best to leave them behind. Yeah. Now I kind of want to sneak into a tribute band show, see what happens. I once saw Kisteria, but I'd tell you what I'd really love to see is Little Kiss. They play in the States and they are a Kiss tribute band, but only little people. I have to go, so I want to go. It'd be amazing. Because I think there's wrestling involved as well. Or some of the moonlighters rest. I, I'd lo- I just want to go. I'm curious. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening. We're back here on Wednesday. Jess Ehrlich is here. You may know her work. She's a she's from New Zealand. She's a poet, and her writing is extraordinary. She writes about parenthood, about the kind of stuff we've just been discussing. The whole concept of almost reparenting yourself and realizing things about your own parents that you can't ever know unless you do some really solid work with a therapist, do a heap of really decent journaling, or or become a step-parent or even a parent yourself. Her writing is so wonderful and so moving, and the conversation is just just a ray of sunshine, and I can't wait for you to hear it on Wednesday. Thanks to everybody who helped me make the show today. Thanks to Andy Ma on audio and video post, Abby Benno, uh, our producer, Toe Hider, who made the music, Ben and Monica, for keeping the lights on at OGTV. Tickets on sale right now for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival gigs. Uh, the newsletter's in the show notes. Let me know what you thought of the show. There's video episodes on YouTube. Thanks for being a part of it. See you Wednesday. Wednesday.